I walked on dry ground. I'm Greg, and I believe in a powerful and redeemed life for every Christian man stuck in sexual bondage. Hi, I'm Greg, and I believe in the hope of a powerful and redeemed life for every Christian man stuck in sexual bondage. Welcome to my podcast, I Walked on Dry Ground. Season one is me telling my story from different angles of how I walked on dry ground, how I was stuck at the Red Sea between destruction and no way out, stuck in my own sexual addiction with destruction of my marriage on the line and my life as I knew it, when God opened the Red Sea, dried out the ground, and all I had to do was walk on it. In today's episode, I'm going to look back to my journal from my first month of recovery. I'll read it and talk about some of the insights I had back then and also now over three years later. I really enjoyed doing this and I'm really glad that I journaled back then so that I can get a window into where I was at at that point in my life and my recovery. And I hope that you are encouraged by that or maybe gain some insight. Cue the blues music and let's jump in. All right, I am officially out of golf jokes. Now you may be like, yes, I did not like those jokes. I'm not a golfer. Or you may be like, dang it, I really enjoyed those golf jokes. Either way, here's the joke. Little Johnny was sitting in class one day, and his teacher called on him to answer a simple math problem. His teacher proposed, if I gave you two cats and another two cats and another two, how many would you have? Johnny replied, seven. No. Listen carefully now. If I gave you two cats and another two cats, and another two cats, how many would you have? Johnny replied, seven. His teacher was visibly losing patience. Okay, let me put it a little differently. If I gave you two apples, and another two apples, and another two, how many would you have? Six, said Johnny. Relieved. His teacher thought they just had a breakthrough. Good. Now if I gave you two cats and another two and another two, how many would you have? Seven. Johnny, where the heck do you get seven from? Because I've already got a freaking cat. (laughs) Today's journal entry I'm reading from is four days later from the prior journal entry that I've been covering the last four episodes. So very much the same stage of my recovery. I'm still in month one. I'm still super green in recovery from sexual addiction, not knowing what's going on, not knowing what's in store for me, not knowing what dry ground God is providing for me, yet I'm walking forward, and that's all I could do at the time. That's all I can do now is I can just, all I can do is walk forward on the ground God provides for me. But anyway, in this journal entry, the theme is kind of a mixed theme between discipline and putting off the old self, the old ways of living, and putting on the new self and new ways of living. I found a scripture that you're probably already thinking of if you are familiar with it. So it's Ephesians chapter 4, 
verses 20 through 24. But this is not the way you came to know Christ. Surely you heard of him and were taught in him, in keeping with the truth that is in Jesus, to put off your former way of life, your old self, which is being corrupted by its deceitful desires, to be renewed in the spirit of your minds, and to put on the new self, created to be like God in true righteousness and holiness. So keep that scripture in mind, and now I'm going to read the journal entry, and we'll talk about those things for a moment after. January 10th, 2017. I want to expand more on discipline. I just had a thought. I want to expand more on discipline. I just had a thought. Walking past Joe so many days in the gym, but never stopping to talk or ask a question or make an effort to have a relationship. There are so many of these in my life, people I see all the time but don't have a relationship with. This was easier when I was a pleaser and had continual shallow connections with all these people. Now I don't care to please everyone, so I just have basically nothing. But the connections I do have are so much more real and genuine. Anyway, back to discipline. It's not like I've decided not to have a relationship because I don't like these people or I think they're unhealthy for me. I just lack the impetus or driving force to put effort into a relationship. In fact, I have a deep down desire to have a relationship with those around me. This is new. I know relationships are a good thing, and I want them, but I don't act on this. This is not my natural inclination, as my pleaser has been set aside. So what do I do? In faith, I can trust this new desire, that it's from God, and choose to be disciplined and act on it, going against my natural, proven, selfish, inward, fearful inclination. This is my thought on discipline. Trust God on something, no matter how I feel about it, Make a plan and do the things I plan to do by choice, building one thing on another to reach the thing I've trusted God on. Wow, what a great entry. So much good stuff in that entry when I was writing that over three years ago. I don't think I knew what I was talking about, but somehow I had insight. Yet, the struggle to carry those out is real. I find myself transitioning from pleaser which is kind of my natural fleshly pattern of interacting with people into something new. And I don't think I quite understand it. I just feel a desire from God to connect with others and not in the way of the shallow kind of, I'm going to please them and be whatever they want me to be so that I can have their approval and walk away with it. And that's it and not give back to them. And it's a really shallow dynamic. There's nothing wrong with pleasing people. It's just I think I'm discovering that instead of true relationship, in a lot of cases, I was settling for a pleasing relationship. And I still don't think I have that figured out where if I'm in contact with a lot of people each day and I don't have a deep down relationship with them, how do I navigate that? That's an interesting problem. I'm curious if you've run into that. And I know in an office setting, this is probably pretty common these days. And that's what I'm talking about in my journal entry. I write about the desire that God gave me to connect with others deeply, actually having a true relationship with them and kind of not knowing what to do with that. Knowing it's not my natural way of connecting with others, trusting it's from God, but still not knowing what to do with that. I'm glad I read that today because even just yesterday I was talking to a good friend of mine, confessing to him, you know, the hardest things that I do these days are in relationships with others. On my to-do list, the things that I struggle to do 
are not tasks. They're not things that I do in isolation from other people. Those things, I can get lost in those all day long, basically. And that's not healthy for me, but I can do it. The things that are hard for me are connecting with others. And I know I still have that deep down desire. And thankfully, I have some deep connections with several other people in my life. And I absolutely don't know what I would do without those connections. But I still struggle in the area of walking forward in relational steps with people in my life. So the things on my to-do list that are like reach out to so-and-so, call so-and-so. There were several of those I had on my list last week that I did not do. Those are the things that are hardest for me. And moving on into discipline, it takes discipline for me to, to establish these relationships and to build relationships with other people and to keep taking steps forward and not avoid due to fear of rejection or fear of even connection and intimacy, that's a big deal for me. Fear of being known, uh, which I think is related to that fear of rejection. And my old self, my natural inclination to just be pleaser and then walk away. I'm still putting that off. That's really hard for me. It's much easier for me to just fall into that pattern that I practiced for decades in my life. So it's no wonder it's hard for me to put that off and to leave it behind and to move into the new self who takes courage to walk forward in relationships, even if I'm feeling scared, even if I'm feeling avoidant. I do believe God that I was meant to be in community. I do trust God that he puts people in my life, and yet it's my job to walk forward. I don't have to walk forward, and I haven't in a lot of cases. But with my new self, who has faith in God, trusts God, still experiences fear, avoidance, my new self believes that moving forward in a relationship is the right thing to do, that it reflects my love for God, which reflects his love for me, and that's, that's the very baseline of whatever I'm talking about, whatever I'm doing, his love for me is the absolute baseline, the foundation, what Jesus did on the cross for me. My love comes from that. So loving God and loving others is pursuing relationship with them. Loving God is pursuing relationship with his children, with my brothers and sisters, and especially my wife. So walking forward in my new self, not pursuing fulfillment through pleasing others, but merely walking forward in faith, loving others as I love myself, as I would want to be treated. Because I do like to be pursued. I like to be reached out to. I like people wanting to know me. So treating others like that, reaching out when I plan to reach out, pursuing getting to know other people in my life. I am so thankful to be reading that journal entry today. What an interesting thing. What I struggled with three years ago, I'm still struggling with. What I got stuck on three years ago, I'm still stuck on. And I've had breakthroughs from then to now, but what a great reminder that this is a clear and present challenge for me currently in the middle of 2020. Maybe you're the opposite from me. Maybe it's easy for you to reach out to others and hard to do uh, solitary tasks. I respect a lot of different personalities have different challenges. and But in any case, I hope you gain some insight from this or some inspiration or motivation or, or whatever it might be. So thank you for spending this time with me and I appreciate you listening. I enjoy sharing with you and, and allowing myself to be known and I appreciate you getting to know me. So until next time, Cue the blues music, and I will talk to you later.